everyone. I'm Anita Lustria, and I want to welcome you to the podcast version of Mike Murphy's Friday Rumblings. For years, these have been a Facebook post each Friday. I decided these words were worth spreading to a wider audience and worth making accessible in another format that might be easier for some people. Full disclosure, Mike Murphy is my husband, and this was not his idea. In fact, I'm the narrator. Rob Bell says, everything is spiritual. You might listen to this podcast and say, wait a minute, sounds like there is some political content included. I would simply echo Rob Bell's words, everything is spiritual. Give the rumblings a listen and see if you agree, or maybe you'll disagree, but I guarantee it will be food for thought. Whether you agree or disagree, keep the conversation going. Also, if you want a print version of the rumblings, you can find it in the show notes or friend Mike on Facebook. Now, are you ready to rumble? Rumble one. I believe in God, but I detest theocracy. For every government consists of mere men and is strictly viewed a makeshift. If it adds to its commands, thus saith the Lord, it lies and lies dangerously. C.S. Lewis theocracy. It gives me the chills just thinking about it. It has this tendency to breed tyrants and tyrant wannabes. It takes sacred writings and twists them to serve nefarious purposes, and it offers us prophets who have never once heard from God. Rumble 2. Lent matters. Here's some advice from Pope Francis over the years about what to do during Lent. Fast from hurting words, say kind words. Fast from sadness, be filled with gratitude. Fast from anger and be filled with patience. Fast from pessimism and be filled with hope. Fast from worries and have trust in God. Fast from pressures and be prayerful, contemplating simplicity. Fast from bitterness, fill your hearts with joy. Fast from selfishness and be compassionate. Fast from grudges and be reconciled. Fast from words, be silent and listen. Rumble three. People often say, with pride, I'm not interested in politics. They might as well say, I'm not interested in my standard of living, my health, my job, my rights, my freedoms, my future, or any future. If we mean to keep control over our world and lives, we must be interested in politics. Martha Gellhorn To be knowledgeable about political matters is a basic life skill. To use that knowledge wisely is an act of maturity. During this next election cycle, everything we hold near and dear is on the table. We need to care about politics, lest we end up as proverbial puppets on a string. Rumble 4. Speaking of politics, the leader of MEGA and his surrogates started sending a disturbing message to NATO. It was a warning, actually. They're saying that if MEGA wins, all bets are off. Everything will be up for grabs. Allies shouldn't count on us, especially those who don't pay to play. And international bully ball will be encouraged. It's the survival of the fittest, baby. If Putin is in your neighborhood, good luck. The NATO Secretary General spoke and said, 
Any suggestion that allies will not defend each other undermines all of our security, including that of the U.S., and puts American and European soldiers at increased risk. Perhaps New York Times writer Thomas L. Friedman is on target when he wrote that the next GOP bumper sticker should be Trump first, Putin second, America third. Rumble 5. James Baldwin once said, There are so many ways of being despicable, it quite makes one's head spin. But the way to be really despicable is to be contemptuous of other people's pain. Whether it's towards refugees at the border, allies in need, or a rape victim who was impregnated by her attacker, portions of our society are becoming increasingly insensitive and even contemptuous of those in pain. It's one of the signs of a culture in decline. Rumble 6. Most people who listened to the Chapman Combs fast car duet at the Grammys were uplifted. I sure was. Luke Combs, who is a country music star, wrote this note to Tracy Chapman after their performance. Tracy, I want to send my sincerest thanks to you for allowing me to be a part of your moment. Thank you for the impact you have had on my musical journey and the musical journeys of countless other singers, songwriters, musicians, and fans alike. I hope you felt how much you mean to the world that night. We were all in awe of you up there, and I was just the guy lucky enough to have the best seat in the house. Class act. Chapman was indeed the main story of the night. Combs showed both humility and deep respect. He harmonized beautifully, but only in a way that showcased her song, her guitar playing, and her voice. She was the star. She deserved the moment. I hope we see more of her. Rumble 7. To live in this world, you must be able to do three things. To love what is mortal, to hold it against your bones, knowing your own life depends on it, and when the time comes, to let it go. To let it go. Mary Oliver. Rumble 8. The simple step of a courageous individual is not to take part in the lie. Alexander Solzhenitsyn. Courage will ask us to say no to lies and liars. Doing so will cost us friendships, perhaps status, and just might result in lost opportunities. But we will also earn the applause of heaven. In this upside-down world of ours, I'm asking God for the desire to live in a right-side-up kind of way and do it courageously, so that I, too, might hear that encouraging applause from above. I want that for you, too. Rumble 9. How did I do with my Super Bowl prognostications? Well, I named the winner, missed on the score, predicted at least one Taylor Swift sweet camera shot. I went way out on a limb on that one. And correctly predicted that conspiracy theorists who were sure Taylor Kelsey would announce their support for Biden would have to lick their wounds and slink back to the gates of hell to get their next assignment. Actually, I think they have an express train there these days. Every Super Bowl halftime reminds me that, as I age, I know even less about current pop culture than I did the year before. But I watch, I listen, and I ask Google to fill me in. It's tough for me. My first concert was Herman's Hermits, and the opening act was The Hollies. 
That was January 1, 1967. Yes, I am that old. Rumble 10. As a pastor and spiritual director, I've learned a lot. This one thing is basic. Knowing a whole lot about God isn't the same as actually knowing God. <laughs>